EU Futures Podcast, a project of the Center for the Study of Europe at Boston University. Welcome to the EU Future Podcast, exploring the emerging future in Europe. I'm Sandra Porcar, a visiting researcher at the BU Center for the Study of Europe. Today is October 27, and I am with Dr. Cristina Ares, Professor of European Studies and Comparative Politics at the University of Santiago de Compostela in Spain. She holds a PhD on Political and Science, and her recent research is about the impact of European integration in regional and local governabilities. I'm Cristina Ares, I'm Assistant Professor of European Studies and Comparative Politics at the University of Santiago de Compostela in Spain. Okay. What is the future that is emerging now in Europe? <laughs> the future, from my point of view, is always created by different political actors, European institutions, in our case, also national governments, and actors of the civil society, all kinds of organizations, and indeed the public eh, as uh, people who eh, are attentive of, of news, eh, who are able to organize themselves and to make inputs to the decision process. So we never know. We have to see eh, how strong are the European institutions, uh, interests organized in different national countries defending certain certain policies and not others so we'll see but what we are seeing now is an increase in the power of national governments and uh, the interest of each national country indeed the common interests of the European Union and uh, it's not uh, good news uh, we need more uh, common um, Mm, concerts and more capacity uh, to, to uh, put solidarity first. Solidarity is one of the uh, main values of the European Union from the very beginning, but today is not in its uh, best moment. And it should have, because this is not an easy a moment. Um, more soli solidarity, good is uh, a lot of tensions instead of increase them. And we are also uh, having in the European Union a big problem that is not a specific of Europe, that is um, that mm, a lot of people are uh, being opposed to elites in general, both economic elites and political elites. Within the European Union, it affects more uh, to European institutions because they always uh, have been seen as elites. And, uh, it, uh, and this is, I mean, gaining uh, force, or, or it's easier for certain parties emerging right from the stream right and for the stream left to gain support using uh, this discourse mm. in their favor. Mm -hmm. So in this sense, uh, how would you assess the situation of democracy in Europe uh, in regard to the citizens? The political system of the European Union is very complex. 
and this complexity from the very beginning uh, made more difficult than uh, within each particular state to follow political decisions and um, to be attentive uh, to control decision makers. Um, it's true that nowadays it seems less um, easy to influence a new decision uh, comparing with the past because uh, of the crisis. There is less scope for uh, choosing and for influence as a result of, of this. And this is perceived by, by people and uh, I mean if they are um, not um, Mm, I don't know, they are seeing that their interests, their preference are not always taken into account. And of course, the basis of democracy is to uh, get that uh, people's preferences uh, are uh, in the content of public policies. Mm. And would you differentiate between uh, regional governments, like the countries itself, and uh, the EU, uh, in this sense of democracy? you think there's a difference between how uh, citizens are taken into account in the national governments uh, compared to uh, the EU? It tends to be a relationship between satisfaction with democracy within each particular member state and satisfaction with democracy at EU level. So if you trust your politicians, your national ones, you also will trust European Union institutions in general, generally speaking. Uh, and now we have a lot of politicians that are not very uh, popular and this has a big impact on the, the trust on European institutions too. So the, the problem of demo democracy in Europe also um, has to be with the weakness of uh, social democracy because it's not easy to perceive differences between the political offer of main parties. So some parties themselves, main ones, mainstream ones, uh, lose credibility and lose support. And this also increases uh, the power of uh, radical right and radical left countries, uh, parties within different countries. So for having a better democracy in Europe, uh, it's necessary to explain, indeed, nowadays, uh, the functioning of the European Union institutions, that the power continues to be mainly uh, in uh, national governments as members of the Council of the European Union and also and more today in the European Council of course they have to know uh, the role the power of the European Parliament and so on and so forth but uh, this is not the case um, we we find in different public opinions the perception that 
just not only the European institutions, but indeed the European Commission is able and is imposing uh, its preferences to national countries and national societies. Of course, this is not the case, but a lot of people don't know. So the first thing to do is to explain the functioning of the European Union. And the second, maybe uh, to have more connections between people of different countries. The idea of the Erasmus, for instance, this is very important because uh, stereotypes disappear when you know directly people of other nationalities. And indeed you perceive clearly that the culture is very similar, that we have a lot of things in common and that it's <coughs> much better to work together to fix problems problems, public problems, the majority of them that uh, have a supranational and European dimension. Mm -hmm. But if you are not in contact with people of other countries, it's much more difficult to perceive this. So the legit legitimacy of uh, the European Union and some particular European institutions is not uh, that strong as it could be necessary today. And apart of explaining the complexity and uh, putting people in contact directly, and above all, people who in the past were not uh, having opportunities to get benefits from the integration. Because, of course, integration is beneficial for everyone in each particular country, but it is more for certain groups of people young people uh, with uh, high education and so on and so forth. And it's not uh, so beneficial for people who are not able to change of profession, to adapt to the current economy and so on and so forth. But integration <coughs> should be beneficial for everybody and everybody uh, should uh, know that perceive, should perceive this clearly. So the institutions, both at the European and national level, uh, should uh, make a bigger effort to get, to get this. Hmm. Um, of course, it would be necessary to introduce uh, some changes in the institutional configuration, more channels of participation, and so on and so forth. But I think that the knowledge is the first step and also the, the connections and a concerts, clear concerts, perceived concerts um, for, I mean, everyone. Hmm. And with, um, for instance, uh, like the case of Podemos in Spain, would something like a uh, similar work in uh, a European uh, level, you know, like kind of um, in order to create these common spaces to to um, uh, provide the citizens to exchange experiences and like to be uh, in touch. Podemos before becoming a party. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So much more. Yes, I think that Podemos or um, the movement um, was. Uh, followed in the several, in, a lot, in all countries for different groups of uh, people 
And uh, I think that Spain um, is a model because uh, opposition to uh, economic policies, to corruption, to the actual the current problems, actually uh, the big ones uh, in the European Union because of, of uh, this movement um, got uh, to be introduced within institutions. I mean, uh, was uh, canalized correctly without uh, putting the democratic uh, um, configurations, the democratic institutions in in a travel. I mean, not only uh, people around Podemos, but in general, I think that the Spanish society was a model to uh, a model of reaction to economic and social problems caused by the financial crisis and the euro crisis. Mm -hmm. And to you, what's like? What does the ideal Europe look like? <laughs> what do you want to see? That is a very easy question. <laughs> it would uh, like more close to its original values. Equality, solidarity, respect for everyone. And also uh, the idea of trying to impose cooperation and peace also globally. When uh, we are close to our values, we do well. We are, when we are not that close, we have problems, we are in trouble. So it's just to go to the basis, <laughs> to, the, to the first years of the European integration process and to remind the reasons why we, we created the institutions, this project that is uh, one of the most important, I would say, in the history of humanity. It uh, made sense after Second World War and it makes much more sense today. So it's just to try to adapt institutions and to explain, this is very important, to explain to everybody the reasons why uh, we have to work to together. And in this uh, European Union, our social model and extensive welfare state systems would be uh, not only maintained, but improved. Indeed, in the context of uh, globalization, if we do things well, we could keep uh, um, arrangements, social ones, economic and social ones, based on solidarity. And nowadays, one of the main problems is to guarantee this with a population increasingly older with more older people. Uh, there is an emerging discourse, a neoliberal one, that says that it's not possible anymore uh, to uh, pay high pensions and to um, understand that uh, protecting older people is a public responsibility. 
But I think that in reality is possible and it's one of the bases of the uh, welfare state system and <laughs> European um, social model as a whole. And we should take care and uh, keep it and make it stronger. Mm -hmm. And uh, is there anything else that you want to talk about uh, that you are working in or you are interested in? No, I was maybe thinking about the British referendum on the, the exit or the permanency in the European Union. I think that it was a pity that uh, people in Britain weren't able to have a good campaign, a fair one, with uh, fair arguments. But I also think that in the majority of the rest of the countries of the European Union, uh, it was a good uh, case to understand that maybe we should be more reflexive and take care of what we have, this political system with all its problematics, both institutional and regarding to certain public policies, but that is worthy to keep and to make it. Okay. Thank, Thank you so, so much. much. listening to the EU Futures Podcast, a project of the Center for the Study of Europe at Boston University, funded by a Getting to Know Europe grant from the European Commission delegation in Washington, D.C.